everybody, it's TJ and TJ. That's right, just me for this episode. Celine is out sick, so uh, to keep up with our 31 days of Halloween, I decided to do a solo episode. I asked her first, I'm like, hey, do you mind if I, you know, do this episode by myself just because I didn't want to get too far behind? And she said, yeah, go for it. I don't feel well. So um, that's what I'm doing. So without further ado, TJ nerds out to nerdy things. It's not as much fun without her, <laughs> but oh well. You take what you can get, right? Anyways, welcome back, everybody. Sorry that we missed a day, but gonna try to make up for it tonight with two episodes. Um, for this episode, we're gonna be talking about the 1999 film The Haunting, which is also based on Shirley Jackson's novel The Haunting of Hill House. Celine and myself, we watch the Netflix version, The Haunting of Hill House by Mike Flanagan. And I asked her, I'm like, hey, would you want to watch this movie too? And she said, yeah, sure. Why not? It had been a while since she had seen it. So um, we were going to plan on watching it together. I was sick last week and then Celine got sick this week. More than likely it was probably for me, but who knows? Seems like everyone's kind of getting sick right now. Luckily, not COVID, just a really nasty cold. Anyways, so, yeah, we're going to be talking about the 1999 film, The Haunting. 63 degrees and cloudy here in good old Minnesota. I got my Halloween candle going. We're going to be talking about some spooky shit. Okay, well, I don't think, it's probably not spooky anymore by today's standards, but when I was little, this movie freaked me out. I was in fifth grade, I think, when it came out, and at the time, I thought this movie was scary. Now, by today's standards, it's probably not too scary anymore, and the graphics probably don't hold up. However, back in the day, and yes, I just said back in the day, the graphics for this movie were pretty high quality. Computer graphics, or CGI, was still fairly new at that point. I mean, it had been used, but it was used very sparingly. And this was the first movie, other than The Mummy, the 1999 Mummy, where I remember computer graphics having a pretty big impact on the film itself. And like I said at the time, these were pretty realistic and pretty, pretty creepy. And, you know, overall, it was just a good movie. I enjoyed it. So for those who aren't familiar, The Haunting of Hill House, the original book, I've read the book and I didn't love it, mainly because it was so different than Mike Flanagan's version. And I didn't know it was that different. Um, but it's considered by many to be a, a gothic horror classic. Um, but the original novel, we see three individuals who are invited to a house for a, 
uh, it's like a sleep study of some sort. Um, Dr. Montague? I gotta look it up, I can't remember. Anyways, he invites them all to the, this um, really old gothic house and he wants to study them and see see how he can help them with their their sleep problems i guess oh dr david merrill no that's not right sorry i'm still looking it up oh well doesn't matter anyways um he invites them all to this creepy ass mansion middle of the woods you know because why not that's just naturally where you go to do a sleep study <laughs> i wouldn't but so he invites them all and they he wants to study them and then some like really just creepy shit starts going on um banging on the walls uh, that's a big part uh voices um apparitions it's it's you know i can see back in the day how that would have been creepy i didn't necessarily enjoy the book it was it was well written but it was so overly detailed sometimes where you're like yep i get it yep okay let's move on <laughs> So this movie pulls inspiration from that book. Same similar story. Um, three strangers are invited to uh, Hill House, which was owned by Hugh Crane, who was some sort of very successful businessman, um, but he was known for um, not being overly friendly and being pretty st a stern, being a pretty stern individual his wife mysteriously passed away um no one really knows what happened to her and all the kids that went to work there pretty much ended up disappearing too like what could go wrong <laughs> so they go to this creepy house beautiful beautiful house this movie i think has some of the best sets i have ever seen just really gorgeously detailed sets and you know I, I think that's what what partly works for for the movie is that the house itself is a character and you just feel the the ambiance and the creep the creepiness it's just if you've seen the movie you probably know what i'm talking about high vaulted extremely high vaulted ceilings um lots of like gothic spires and um just it's just beautiful it, it really is it's a beautiful house now i don't think the actual house actually looked like that i think they they built a lot of it but um yeah it it, it really is it was it's some of the most beautiful set work i think i've ever seen um so they end up going to the house and again you know spooky shit starts happening and uh yeah it's creepy and that's it that's all i'm gonna say no i'm just kidding 
<laughs> the 1999 movie stars Liam Neeson, Lily Taylor, Catherine Zeta-Jones, and uh, Luke Wilson. Right? No, not Luke Wilson. Sorry. Owen Wilson. I always get those two mixed up. Owen Wilson. Who plays Luke in the movie, so that's why I get confused. Um, Lily Taylor plays Nell. Um, her name is not Nell Crane in this movie. Um, it's just Nell. Owen Wilson plays Luke, and Catherine Zeta-Jones plays Theo. Again, quite different from Mike Flanagan's version of the movie. Um, but it they they have similar um, similar backstories, I guess. So they arrive at the house, and the house. Sorry, I got distracted. Um, they arrive at the house and they take a tour of the house and it's just, it's beautiful. And I know I already mentioned this, but the house really is, it's gorgeous. And then at night, some freaky shit starts happening. Um, apparitions appear in the curtains. Um, they hear voices. And again, they hear pounding on the walls. And the pounding on the walls is a, is a huge thing in the book. Um, which honestly for the book was pretty, pretty creepy and it works really well in the movie too. Most of the movie is just weird, creepy shit happening, but we find out that the one difference between the book and the movie is that they changed Nell's storyline and the, the origin story of the house in the movie. Hugh Crane was, um, like I said before, he was a, a really successful businessman and his wife died under mysterious circumstances. Come to find out, Hugh Crane was using children to help further his business. And whenever they would either pass away or just wouldn't behave, he would um, end up burning them and a lot of the bones were used in um used under the foundation of the house which is why the house is haunted um his wife ended up going crazy because of it and she ended up killing herself on the spiral staircase again the spiral staircase is very prevalent in Mike Flanagan's The Haunting of Hill House and also a pretty prominent image in the book. So we find out that Nell is actually a descendant of of Hugh Crane or his wife or something. And that's why she was drawn to the house. She was actually called back to the house. She thought she was there for a sleep study but actually, the house, air quotes, called her back. It's a little silly, I guess, when you think about it and when you say it out loud. But, you know, I thought at the time it worked really well for the movie because you didn't really see it coming. And it was just like, oh, that's a twist that you 
you weren't expecting. So, yeah, it's it's creepy. The way that they animate Hugh Crane as almost like this um, demonic being. How he's literally like trying to go like, ow, Beta. Sorry, my dog is. Okay, ow. Sorry. <laughs> um, the way they animate Hugh Crane, he's almost like this demonic figure, and he like literally tries to grab Nell and um, just really creepy. And uh, the 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 ghosts of the children are trying to warn her. They're like trying to warn her to get out because it's not safe for her there. The ending of the movie, we see Nell sacrifice herself to save everyone. And she ends up dying in the house, but successfully defeats Hugh, the ghost of Hugh Crane. And is pretty much there now as a ghost to protect the children. It's a good, it's a good movie. I, I really enjoyed it. It's a different take on The Haunting of Hill House. And the architecture alone I think makes the movie a, a pretty worthy film like I said it was universally panned by by basically every critic out there when it came out and I remember I think I saw this in the movie theater with my grandma when it came out because at the time she still liked scary movies as she got older she didn't but um but we went and saw this and we both really enjoyed it and it was one that I even bought on VHS when it came out. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, I, I highly recommend it if you're looking for a good spooky film. Um, is it the best movie ever? No. Um, but it's one I like to watch every year. And um, I have it in my I have it added to my collection and my ever-expanding Halloween list. And um just go into it knowing that it's nothing like Mike Flanagan's The Haunting of Hill House. Um, it's a completely different story. Only thing that's similar is Hill House and the names. But yeah, so um, what else do I want to talk about? I guess I could talk about some fun facts. Uh, fun fact, Steven Spielberg was actually attached to this movie at one point. Um, but because the movie had many, many production delays and script rewrites and actors were being recast and all of that, he eventually left the project. But he did, I think it's unconfirmed, but he did do some, um, I guess, preliminary work before he left the film. So that's kind of a fun fact. Um, let me look at what else. Hold on one second, please. Um, oh, the house itself. It's its a real house. Well, outside at least. I don't know if that's what the inside looks like. But it's based in Grantham, England. Um, it's owned by the University of Evansville. And it is used by students that study abroad. So that's kind of fun. The source here is IMDb. Um, oh, Stephen King actually wrote the first draft of the script. Um, but they ended up not liking it, which, like, how do you not like a script by Stephen King? But whatever. Um, so he actually re reworked it 
and it became the televised show Rose Red. Um, I think that's probably good enough for now. My rating for this movie, so I gave it a 7 out of 10, and I still stand by that today. Um, it's a strong movie. I think it's it's a good addition to the haunting family, if you want to call it. There was an original movie back in 1963. Um, that was okay. I saw that one too. Um, I actually like this movie better than the original, which I know most people would probably disagree with. Um, but I enjoyed it. I, I enjoy it for what it is. Um, I enjoy a good haunted house flick. And yeah. If this movie came out today, I would definitely go see it in the theater. I love a good haunted house movie. You know? Who doesn't? Well, maybe a lot of people, but I'm broken and like weird shit, so. <laughs> Anyways, so that's all I have for this episode. I uh, hope you stayed on and enjoyed listening to me ramble by myself. I think that's all I got. So, TJ out. And Celine normally does it, so I'm going to do it. Bye, 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 bye. Don't want to be a fool for you. <laughs> bye, guys.